Happy Tuesday and welcome back to the Coaching Minds podcast from the Mental Training Plan. We've got another great tool for you guys this week uh, to just continue to get 1% better as you heard in our previous podcast. If you didn't get to listen to it, as soon as this one finishes up, go back and listen to that podcast, 80, 20, and 1%. Today we'll be talking about routines. As a guy that is very, very, very routine, Ben, I'm excited for what we have to say today. This season is sponsored by ProX. ProX is the premier multi-sport training destination in the Midwest that hosts sports performance, sports rehab, and physical therapy, as well as sports-specific instruction programming for baseball, softball, football, golf, and more. ProX puts everything an athlete needs under one roof, just like the pros. Welcome to the Coaching Minds Podcast, helping you overcome obstacles so you can reach and achieve more. Here are your hosts, Ben and Zeke. Merry Christmas, Seekers. Hey, Merry Christmas to you too, Ben. Can we throw in some like jolly music in the background or do we have to pay for that? Maybe like as I'm talking here. <laughs> All right, just as a quick disclaimer, if you if you are a golfer, this episode is not necessarily for you. If you're a golfer, we've got an entire bonus season that's stuck in there between season two and three. Um, that's all about pre-round, pre-shot, post-shot, post-round. Um, that's specifically designed for you. We've even got like an, an online course that you can sign up and, and go through a training program that'll help you kind of fine-tune your own um, talk about things that maybe you definitely do or don't want to include. So that's just the quick disclaimer. There are similarities to uh, what we're talking about today and the golf podcasts. Sure. Um, but today we're uh, here. We're focusing more on the pre-competition to start us off. So what do we have for that? Right. So making sure that hydration, nutrition, visualization, breathing, your uniform, your equipment, you know, having, having a plan ahead of time and making sure, all right, before the game, here's some things that I'm going to do. Um, you know, I know, I know Josh Miracle who was on a couple weeks ago has his track athletes actually get on Google earth and look at the track and the facilities that they are going to be in, that they're going to be competing in just so that that helps make their visualization, you know, like we talked about in the previous episode, that helps make the vis- the more senses that you have involved, the more realistic the visualization is going to be. I know one of the things that I love to do with quarterbacks is to give them my call sheet and kind of, you know, on, on Thursday, leaving the team meal, be able to hand them, Hey, here's, here's 10 plays that we are for sure going to be running. You know, maybe it's going to be the openers or maybe it's certain situations or maybe, Hey, the first time we're inside this yard line and the goal line, we're going to run this play, but just being able to visualize what's going to happen the night before. And so where, where the, the sports science and the, the neurology kind of intertwine in this is that we know having a routine helps reduce stress, reduce anxiety, and improve performance. And so the the key here is just coming up with a routine and saying, this is what I'm going to do, and I would encourage you, write it down. And so hopefully you've had your notebook, and hopefully you've been using that to write down tools, and this is kind of as we're listening, a, a good idea to maybe jot down some notes in your notebook so that you you don't have to go back and try to remember this all at the end. Now, is this routine... Um, something that a coach should put out for their entire team. Definitely want it to be customized to each athlete. Some athletes don't want to think about it at all. 
You know, I, I had a quarterback who he wanted to kind of go through the call sheet and just give a quick little, yep, I know what to do on that. And yep, I know what to do on that. All right, I'm good. Now I'm going to go watch my favorite movie because it helped him relax and not think about, not overthink things. Um, and, you know, Nick Ferrer wanted to know every single play that was going to be called in the first half so that he could visualize every single one of them against every single coverage that we were going to possibly see. So just different athletes want to spend different amounts of time in certain aspects. But the important part is it's not a routine if it's not what you stick to. If you just randomly pull out, well, maybe this week I'll try watching this movie and maybe I'll eat this meal this week or maybe I'll try drinking some more Gatorade next week. That's not a routine. That's just pulling random stuff out. And so write it down. Have the steps that you go through. For myself, for my pre-podcast routine, it is I have to sit in this chair and it was offered to me to sit on the other side of our um, studio table and I was going to do it, but I knew it was going to throw off my routine. <laughs> and so I had to sit in this chair um, to have the optimal performance for this podcast. That's funny, which is, you know, when uh, Coach Gilbert came down here, he goes, man, I really uh, listening. I really visualized a nicer looking studio than this. We're kind of just in the back corner of a, of my basement. And uh, we have this nice, great, big four person setup, and we're crammed in here in the, the back. Well, the reason corner. he envisioned such a great <laughs> podcast was because of my pre podcast routine. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, during the competition. So that's, that's before the game. Now the ball's gone up, the whistle's been blown. Um, the lights are on. We're going. What what routines could there be in the middle of the game? Because bullets are flying. You don't know what's coming at you. How can you have a routine? So, you know, let's let's start with a faster paced sport like soccer, um, where it doesn't there's not definite stopping points. Um, really your your routine is gonna be a little bit more how do we recover from, you know, this timeout or, you know, there was this penalty or there's this stoppage in play. How am I gonna what am I going to do to make sure that I'm ready to get back and go full speed? Um, football, it's it's very different because it's broken up into distinct plays. And so, you know, whether you're a linebacker and you're going to have your routine or maybe your keywords like aim, attack, adjust is what Coach Miracle uses with his guys. You know, some combination of after the play happens, replay with a positive outcome. You know, that that's something we stole from Drew Brees' coach who was who was telling him when he got on the airplane after throwing a pick six to lose the game, hey, quit replaying that junk over and over in your head. Replay it what you should have done. Adding in there some, I'm going to relax, I'm going to take a deep breath. Adding in, maybe I'm going to visualize what's coming up next or maybe adding in some kind of self-talk or focus cue or say my go-to statement. Some, something that's just during this stoppage, here's how I'm going to make sure that I'm ready to perform at my best when it matters the most coming out of it. So it sounds long right now and you only got 40 seconds between the play clock at the most. Uh, but really, as you start to do this more and you practice it more, the routine's going to be, and we're talking three to five seconds probably. That, yeah, absolutely. Not, not long at all. Other sports like basketball, for example, where there's not really time in between you know, this possession, that possession, where there's a stoppage, where your mind is wandering, where does that become a problem? Um, there, was a, there was an article on M Live 
how sports psychology transformed Michigan's free throw shooting. And they interviewed a guy named Spencer Wood, and he called it the 17 lonely steps. And he said that's the approximate time walking from the bench to the free throw line after the opposing team has called a timeout or, you know, in the, in the case of college basketball, after a replay review or something like that. Because during that downtime or during that dead time, something is going to be going through your brain. You're going to be focusing on something or you're going to be saying something to yourself. And so having a cue word that you can go to, having a routine, you know, whether that's just saying out loud to yourself, dribble, dribble, spin, shoot, finish, or follow through or, or whatever, or a cue word like, let's get this for the team that kind of reminds you, hey, you know, it's not just about me or something that you're going to, something that you're going to focus on, like maybe elbow wrist snap or, you know, whatever those keywords are. So this is like the classic, um, timeout in a football game to ice the kicker, right? So yep. when that moment happens, what's your routine to get yourself back into the moment to focus? Absolutely. I would imagine. And I think it's very, very easy. We've all seen it in a basketball game, knowing um, what's that guy's routine at the free throw line? Cause that sticks out. Yep. Uh, but I bet if you watched a, a kicker, uh, in crunch time, he probably has that routine, actually in any time, right? He has yeah, that routine. Right. You see him kind of go through it. You see the, the holder look at him. He gives him that head nod. Then they snap the ball and they go. Right. And it, it not only, it, pre- it not only prevents you from, not focusing on the wrong things like the end result or what happens if I miss this or, you know, the score or past performance or future performance, but it also helps you focus on the right things. Like I need to make sure that my hips are aligned or I need to make sure that my shoulders are square or whatever with my wrist or my elbow or whatever. Um, an- another one that kind of sticks out is baseball. And obviously there's all kinds of downtime in baseball. And obviously, you know, having a routine where here's what I'm going to do pre pitch or after the pitch or whenever, um, is incredibly important. And so I'm just going to, I've got from an athlete, uh, that, that I work with, he's a division one baseball player. Here's just his routine. And this is, uh, as a pitcher. Correct. Catch the ball back from the catcher. That's step one. Good start. (laughs) Number two, stand behind the rubber. Think about the count and the situation. Take a big, deep breath. He likes to go in his nose and out through his mouth. Read his statement, whether that's, you know, something that's written on your wrist or that's something that's written on your glove or, you know, you can have a wristband. Different levels have, have different rules and regulations about what you can or cannot have on your wrist or your glove or your hand or whatever. Then he steps on the rubber, gets the sign, takes a deep breath, visualizes, and then lets it rip. And so the the problem is if you just rush through and you don't think about the count or you don't think about the situation, that's a problem. But on the other hand, if you get all that's step three, if you get all the way down to step seven and all of a sudden you start thinking about, oh my gosh, this is their number three hitter. This dude's a stud. Oh man. What about number four coming up next? He's even better. If you start doing that kind of out of order, that's also a big problem. And so part of the routine and the reason that we wrote this down and he practiced it at practiced and he practiced it during his summer league stuff. And he's going to be using it this spring is because we not only need to have these steps, but we need to go in order. We need to commit to the order. And if, 
you get off track and you start going backwards, step off the rubber and start over. All right. So that's some good stuff about what to do pre-competition and then during the competition. What about now after the game's over, win or loss? Is the, is the routine the same if you did win or if you lost or, or what's that look like? So I, I, I do think that the routine should be the same. And I, and I do think that it should be an honest evaluation because things are never as good or as bad as they seem. And so having some way that you are going to make sure that you recover mentally and physically, whether that's, you know, the amount you sleep or the foam rolling you do, or the, you know, just taking a break, taking a rest, put your phone away and actually, you know, just relax then some form of evaluation. I think it can be tricky if you lose and you don't clearly identify or evaluate, here's how we can improve. Then you skip that hole. Sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. And it it shouldn't really be much of a difference, right? With the outcome of the game, you could play terrible and still win. And if you say, this is my routine when we win, you're going to miss those things. Or you could play really well and the other team was just better than you that night. And you 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 don't cover what you should. So the routine should probably always be the same and not worry about what the outcome is. It's about you getting better. Right. And not tying, you know, that evaluation to what was the end result, because that's that's also a little bit of a trap that teams can fall into where they're good. They're good. They're good. They're winning. They're rolling. Everything's going great, but they're not improving the way that they should. So the next time they play a great team. Things don't go as well. So just having that clear and honest evaluation, regardless of the outcome, um, goal assessment and adjustment. You know, one of the ways that we can get 1% better is by making sure that we have deliberate practice, making sure that we have goals going into practice. And so assess and adjust. Do we need to tweak this? Do we need to change this? Or is it, yeah, we've got a good plan. We just need to keep working it. We just need to trust the process. And then I think the last one is so important, especially in team sports, is encouraging your teammates. Because, you know, we've all had that game where, you know, Devin caught the ball, the Hail Mary on the one yard line, like we talked about last week. That next morning, what a, what an incredible time for his teammates and the leaders on his team. And it just to build that brotherhood to say, hey, we got you, man. We're going to go get this next year. And so just being able to think outside of what do others need from me or how can I serve others um, is not only going to bring together your team a little bit more, but also build that relationship and build that brotherhood or that sisterhood or that family or just increase those bonds. So the things we would need to write down for this week in our toolbox, uh, pretty simple, right? It's just have a routine, whatever that is, have a routine. There's not a whole bunch of do this, 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 and this. It's just kind of like we say, make a plan and put it to work. (laughs) Absolutely. And you know, one of the, one of the golfers that I worked with, his routine was 13 steps long and he was meticulous about it. And when he did that, it made him feel in control. And one of the golfers just wanted to turn his brain off. And so his routine was two things, pick my club, pick my shot, let it rip. So I guess that's three things if you mm. count that last one. But that, I mean, that was literally, he didn't want anything going through his mind. And if that's you, that's totally fine, but make sure that you've got a plan for that. And so, you know, in your notebook, the, 
the pre-competition and post-competition is pretty easy. Um, is is pretty similar between sports and between activities, things like that. But you know, in competition, you know, we talked about the baseball before each pitch, or the basketball before free throws, or football in between each plays, or in other sports, you know, right before that that starting gun, or you know, just whenever. Write those down and commit to that routine. And if you want to change it, that's fine. Just commit to it for a little while. Give it a chance. Try it out. Don't just be wishy-washy about it and flip around back and forth after each competition. And if you are struggling to get to come up with a routine and what you should do, uh, reach out to us uh, for some additional help. Uh, we'd be glad to sit down with you and kind of break it down on what works best for you. We've done that with multiple athletes. We would love to help you out. Uh, you can reach out to us on mentaltrainingplan.com or look us up on social media at mentaltrplan. And until next time, don't settle for average. Make your plan and put it to work. <laughs>